0: What's up gamers, Batman here to go over our review of Destiny 2 Lightfall, the latest expansion from Bungie. But before we get started, please subscribe for more gaming content. TST Gaming, your destination for all things gaming. So having been a player since the beta of Destiny 1. I've played a lot of hours in Destiny. I don't want to say countless, but it would take a while to get there. Over the last year or two, I've kind of fallen off of the Destiny bandwagon. Not so much in a banning Destiny or saying I don't care about Destiny. I've just been playing other games like Halo Infinite, which is when I created the channel. And I was really looking forward to playing Lightfall to get me back into it, because I haven't really been a hardcore Destiny player since probably Beyond Light came out a few years ago. And with this being the chapter just before the finale for the Light and Darkness Saga that they've been building up over the last nine years, I was really excited to see how this piece of the puzzle fits to lead us into the finale. And I'm not going to go into spoiler territory, just to make sure you're clear. This is a spoiler-free review. This campaign did not feel like it needed to necessarily be here in order to tell a larger part of the story now I've played every expansion that's come out I haven't played much of every season but I played I think a little bit of each at least um, even when I wasn't very active but again I was looking forward to jumping back in and really re-embracing destiny I came in here also not to mention they said this was part of the arc that they needed an extra expansion for in order to tell a bigger story and it didn't feel like it really fit And I'm not saying I didn't enjoy myself in the campaign. Um, There's eight levels that I played solo on the normal difficulty or classic difficulty, I think it's called. Normally I would jump straight into Legendary, but I wanted to get this review out as quickly as possible. So I put it on an easier difficulty. I'm going to do a a playthrough again on a harder difficulty. And eight missions doesn't sound very long, but the missions actually did feel meaty in some ways, that there was some depth to it there was a bit of challenge to it It feels like the game is harder even on this classic difficulty there was a side quest that they give you probably like after you beat the second or third mission that's basically like oh hey you're probably not strong enough to take on mission three you should go do this and it's a bunch of patrols and public events and it just felt unnecessary it felt like oh hey here's a story let's drop you into this world of neptune and But now you got to do side stuff that you don't want to do. You want to do the story stuff. And to me, that was a really big missed opportunity because they could just change the difficulty of the next mission if it's that big of a problem. It was almost like they were just trying to squeeze out more game time, but it ended up being a little bit more annoying than it needed to be. Neomuna itself, the city on Neptune, is actually a lot of fun to explore. It's very nice to see a quote-unquote thriving city versus what we see with the last city on earth where it's just like deserted buildings and things of that nature the cloud strikers were okay i was actually kind of more hopeful for them they are new characters which i don't mind having new characters but i really feel like if you're building into this avengers endgame level ending of a saga keep us with the characters that we already know and love all these years not these new characters who we're supposed to care about day one the opening cinematic was fantastic again i'm not going to spoil it but it really led me to be like okay this is gonna be a great journey and overall i i feel like they didn't need this campaign i mean how far does it really progress the story towards final shape which is the expansion we're getting next year because they made it sound like beyond light the witch queen and lightfall was going to need this extra expansion Uh, called the final shape in order to tell the story almost like this is an arc i believe they called it that these four expansions were going to lead into a bigger arc as they go and it felt like this was a derailing a bit and maybe it's because they wanted to make it a 10-year game for the saga which makes sense i could see that but make it make sense to the story that we're building towards because for years they had all these loose story threads that people were like are we going anywhere with the storyline You're building up all these tiny little things, but nothing has really happened. And then they said, okay, now we're kind of bringing all these stories together. And then, boom, we hit Lightfall. And you're just like, okay, where does this really fit? There is a few things that are nice, and there are some things that are progressing the story a bit, but not as much as I would expect out of the latest expansion from Bungie. Now, with Lightfall, I will say that had this expansion come out pre-Beyond Light, like, right after Shadow Keep and it wasn't part of this finishing arc of the story of a saga. It was just meant to be kind of a standalone, fun expansion the way that Forsaken or Shadow Keep was. I think it would do a lot better than the reviews it's been getting because of it. Because it was kind of advertised that this is the end for us. We're going to fight for our survival. And while technically, yes, that's true, it felt like the advertisements made it much more dire than the expansion itself did now i do want to talk about strand the new darkness subclass abilities that we were given in this one Uh, throughout the campaign we see strand everywhere on neptune as we can see from the trailer and it's a lot of fun to use now i've only played it as a warlock because that's my main and i had a lot of fun using even the healing rift where we would send the three little strandlings uh, to attack your enemies and being able to just send out these wisps of green energy and swinging around like your spider-man there was just a lot of really cool things about it Uh, the supers were cool Uh, i'm just watching gameplay of the titan and the hunter before the the expansion released and i'm very excited to see what kind of builds people actually make by the end of just this season alone utilizing strand because I could see it with certain exotics and Builds that people may do for raids or for PvP or for just strikes in general. I think it's gonna be a lot of fun to see Now I'm not gonna go too much into the side stuff But I will say some of the quality of life updates that they tried to add are There's two specific ones. I want to talk about and the first one is Guardian ranks now Previously, when you'd walk up to another Guardian in the game, you would see their current season rank. So that'd typically be 1 to 100 or even 1,000 if they played so many hours into the game and had completed the tasks to level up. Now they change it to where you get a a single-digit number, or double digits if you get high enough. And it's 1 through 11. If you're a Guardian who's been around forever, like me, or someone who's been playing Destiny 2 for a long time, you're probably going to start at level 6. And in order to go to level 7, there is certain steps that you have to complete by getting your power to a certain number, by completing this many strikes on a certain difficulty, by completing this, things of that nature. But this was really made to help new players because one of the biggest problems with Destiny over the last few years has been getting your friends to play and they show up, or people who just want to play even solo, who just say, hey, this game looks cool, I want to test it out, it's free. They do the intro mission, and then they're like, what do I do? Because now they're just given the whole buffet. Instead of saying, all right, here's your main, here's your appetizer, here's your main course, here's your dessert, go in this order. It's very open for them to just kind of do whatever they want. So with this, what's nice is that in order for them to progress with their guardian ranks from level one, it tells them to do the intro mission. And I think that bumps them up to level two. And then it beat level 2, and you have to do this, this, and this. And it starts to slowly progress you through the different systems of the game, through Gambit, through Strikes, through upgrading your gear. And so it's just a little bit of everything. Even meeting the NPCs early on, I think, is one of them. And the highest rank is 11, and I don't think there's any information on that yet. I think right now we're at 7. It's not clear if, at least to me at this time, and if I'm wrong, please correct me, If your guardian rank is going to reset at the end of the season, or if it's going to be a lifelong thing, which is what I think it will be. But maybe they'll just add more ranks over time. And I do want them to get progressively harder, but at the same time, it's like, how hard can you make it? Because there's a lot of people who are solo players who don't do raids just because they can't find anyone to play with. But at the same time, that would make you a higher level guardian, so to speak, in some ways, because it's more experiences that you've encountered and overcome. So it'll be interesting to see how that plays out over time. The other main quality of life update that they made was one that I've been wanting for years, and that is in-game loadouts. Now, previously there was an app that I was using called Little Light that would allow you to create your own loadouts, and you could just go to the app and it had control, so you, you had to give it control to your character, and then you could just say, I'm doing my solar subclass, and you have a whole build that's just solar focused or I'm using my stasis class, or I'm doing my PVP one. And I've been using that for the last few years when I played to create my builds and my loadouts because going back and forth and trying to swap everything out every single time is just annoying. I'm really surprised it took Bungie this long to do in-game loadouts, but I am really glad that it's there now. Lightfall with Strand being the new power and having a new location a new raid coming out doesn't necessarily feel like an empty expansion It just seems needless, I guess is the best word. Now, I'm still very excited for it. I'm still very excited to explore more of Neptune and to create more powerful builds as I go, specifically utilizing Strand. But in the grand scheme of things, to make an arc and then they throw this in the middle just feels like you're expecting something more akin to a main dish. And it just didn't quite hit the spot there so for this review i'm gonna give it a and i hate to say this but i'm probably gonna give it and this is me being nice a six out of ten now the reason i say that is because we do get have new powers and there is some good quality of life updates that will really change the game they even simplified the mod system and so i do think they're moving in the right direction for the final shape but With this particular expansion, I don't know what shape, final shape will be in when it's time to come next year. Please let us know what you thought of Lightfall in the comments down below. That's all we have for today. If you did enjoy this video, please like and subscribe. Thank you for watching TST Gaming. And until next time, just play.